You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. I'm your host, Emma Wustruck. I'm here with special guest, Janine Bolin. Welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you letting me be on the show today. I'm so excited to be able to chat with your listeners. Always a welcome to have people on the show to chat, <laughs> but you do so much. So before we get into everything, what branch did you start with and where are you at today? The particular branch that really got me launched into media was being an author. Uh, I, I was one of those things that I really didn't think I'd ever be an author. And my students kind of drove me to it because I couldn't find a book that was appropriate for where they were with their uh, coursework. And so that's what ended up launching me. Well, that's wonderful. I see you have several books out. Uh, I'm really, yeah, once it's kind of like a potato chip. Once you kind of know what you're doing as far as formatting, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I've been a college professor for decades. And so I just had a lot to write about and I enjoyed writing. I, it was one of those things I kind of fell into. And so now I'm working with other authors on books number 12 and 13. So yeah, it kind of became like a bag of potato chips. <laughs> I understand 2015, I wrote my first book because oh, someone said, bravo. I bet you can't. I'm on book 19 now. Bravo. Well done. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> you know, that's wonderful. That, that's the thing with authors. We, when we get the writing book to bite us, it doesn't go away. No. No, it does not. Isn't it lovely that you're never interrupted? Like you can take your time saying mm -hmm. what you want to say in whatever language you want to say it in, and you're just not interrupted. And so as a mother of four small children and being a college professor, it was one of those times where I was never interrupted. So I loved writing. Exactly. You can put a sign in the door, mommy's writing, and they usually leave you alone for 30 minutes. Right. I actually uh, ended up hiring babysitters during that period of time. So mom was still in the house. It was just you had to go to the babysitter first. And they much rather do that anyway, because they almost always said yes to everything. So it worked out well for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see in the, another 20 years what the kids say. Right. <laughs> right. Well, see, that's why I save up for the, for the 529 plans, as we say here in the United States, which is the payment plans for uh, college. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, no, it's not for the 
the college tuition. It's for all that therapy they're probably going to need after being <laughs> raised by a writer. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 my daughter can contest to that one. But you, you're a college professor. You're an author. When, and you have different things on your website. So let's go through this really quickly. You have the podcast. You have live classes. What is the live classes? The live classes... Um, Please realize that when I started those, that was back in 2015, where my students would complain because I asked them to download the software package called Zoom before they were allowed to take my live classes. Oh my, my goodness, <laughs> right? 2020 has totally changed it. I, I feel like I've been working from home since mm -hmm. 1996. I've been teaching from home since 2015. And so one of the things that I love is I feel like everybody's finally joined my party. I've been at this party. I've just been waiting with the lights on, if you will. And now everybody's joined my party. And so I probably need to change that off the website and make it more updated. I do what's called workshops. I do 90-minute workshops where we drill down on a very specific, very niche problem. And then we solve it for people. And people actually do the work while I'm there online with them. And it's not a webinar. It's a workshop where you actually accomplish something. So by the end of that 90 minutes, if your problem isn't solved, you at least have a pathway to solve your problem. So what are some of the niches that you go into? Uh, one is how to bring more clients into your business using the four-hour week system, and that's the book, The Thriving Solopreneur. And in my book, I go into detail. You could just read the book, but some people want the live interaction and the handholding. They actually want to set aside 90 minutes to do what I uh, educate you to do. You could read the book and do the same thing. So that's how we work with them on that is setting up their calendar. So they set up that four hour a week system to nurture their business. So that's number one. Number two is how to build your media kit as an author so that you can go on the virtual tour with your book. That's another workshop that I do. And then I actually have a 90 minute workshop on how to run 90 minute workshops so people can make money on the barrel heads. So it's kind of almost inception there, like how many levels of inception where I give that 90 minute workshop on running 90 minute workshops, because a lot of us have fabulous intellectual property. There are things that we have solved that other people will pay us to learn how to do them, especially if we're very specific and we only have three exercises that we do in that 90 minute workshop. So that's the other one that I do. That is wonderful. All three of those are much needed. I can't tell you how many <laughs> authors come on the show and go, oh, you know the media kit? What's the media kit? <laughs> that like, is precisely, so I have this is just for you, my dear, but I do have a media kit course. It's totally free that I run people through. I don't sell to them. I think I give them an email once a month on this is what I'm doing or something, but I don't try to sell to the people who take my media kit course because I know a lot of podcasters will run people through my course. And as a courtesy to you, you guys let me on. And so I'm going to take care of your people and at the same time not sell them. But yeah, I have a free media kit course if you ever want me to give you the link. So oh, you can run offer. people as a through publisher, it. As a publisher, I have 96 authors and I can tell you three have media kits. <laughs> oh no. We're, we'll we're actually working. We'll talk with later. Them. We'll talk later. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of those things. I'm like, it's much needed in the book world. If you're going to go into being an author, 
it's a must have. You can it really do is. it one of two ways. You hire someone like I have, or you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can do both ways. It just depends on what your budget is. And mm-hmm. so really it was authors that helped me define not only these workshops, but the content of the workshops. So a lot of authors didn't know how to take their book on a virtual tour. So I have a workshop for that. I have another workshop for this is how you get ready for being on a podcast. I have all these little workshops that I'm running. And eventually in September of next year, I'll be running a summit, which is the Authorpreneurial Summit, which is all about how, you know, the business behind your book, like basically how to treat your book as the business that it is. So that's why we call it. Is it virtual or in person? It's virtual. I do almost everything online. <laughs> well, you know, we have to ask because if it, you know, we have the two different types of people, the ones that want to be there in person and get the in-person experience. And then you have the virtual people like me that like to be behind the screen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And for the people who like to be present, I always ask them, well, where would you want to go? There are so many wonderful writers groups. There are so many coaches out there that have retreats, that sort of thing. So go to those people. I'm like, there's plenty of authors out there. There are plenty of coaches out there. Find your person who caters to your needs. So if you want to have a retreat, I am not your person unless the retreat is online. Why? Because I've been doing online stuff since 1996. That is my strong suit. I can walk people through processes online, super easy. I know how to make that happen. If you want an in-person retreat, there are so many wonderful, highly qualified people who can walk you through a retreat. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. play to those people's strengths. So I always say to folks, oh, do you want it online? I'm your gal. You want to pick me. But if you want it in person, well, I have a list of 15 people you can go to. <laughs> I like that. I'm like, what, what do you want? As an author, you have to know what you want. As an entrepreneur, you have to know what you want for your business. So you're kind of blending both businesses. But I always say, if you're an author, you're a small business owner. And you were quite right. And that's why when I stumbled across the word in 2016 for authorpreneur, I totally grabbed it and started running with it. And that's why we're calling it the Authorpreneurial Summit, just because we want to make sure we take care of these very highly specific small business owners that are people who write books. Exactly. It's Okay, so you're an author, you have a publisher, just for our general audience out there. Well, your general publisher, think of them as your partner. You still have to do some of the work. Oh, as I like to tell authors, you do all the work. Your publisher promises you one thing, and that is print your book. Make your book available. Make sure that it's in books in print. Make sure you have an ISBN number. This is what a publisher provides. Now, I am self-published, but the most recent book I'm working on, The 99 Author Project, I actually had a publisher reach out to me, offer me a deal I could not resist. (laughs) And that's saying something after writing as long as I have. Anyway, but she offered me some stuff I couldn't resist. And so that's the first time in my life I've actually had a publisher and it was on book 12 <laughs> that, I, that I had that. But that's all a publisher should be ever expected to do since 1999. This is when the sea change happened in the publishing industry. And unfortunately, people expect a lot. They hear about people getting um, 
checks and being able to get royalties and stuff like that, a lot of that sort of the publishing industry doesn't exist any longer unless you're highly niche or you're somebody with quite a name and then publishers will come running to you and offering you those advances on your work and stuff like that. But it is highly specialized and I assure you 90% of us don't fit the bill. Thank you for saying that because you're welcome, my dear. You... I like to defend publishers a little bit. <laughs> well, people have this unrealistic expectation. If you're a publisher, you should be paying me for my work. It doesn't work like that anymore. Mm -hmm. We don't do 100% of your marketing. We may do 50%, but you still do 50%. If you're doing zero marketing, your publisher is going to do. 50% of zero is still zero. Precisely. And the author really has a better stake in it. I, I really like to encourage folks. I have a wonderful book called Author Podcasting. It goes through point by point what you need to do for a media kit. And then it also talks to you about how to get on podcasts like this one, how to get on video uh VTubers, how to get onto theirs, how to handle media in general. And then don't forget the old time press releases. Now, a lot of people think press releases are dead and that is not true at all. I still, before any book is published or launched, I have press releases that go out for that book. So press releases are still viable in this day and age. They're just digitized, which is why mm -hmm. it's important that you have a media kit because a press kit is old school but you still have to cater to the printed media and media kits allow you to do that. So it's kind of fun when you play around with it, but yeah, don't expect your publisher to do a lot of marketing because that's not where they make their money. It's not in the marketing. It's, it's are they selling books? It's really not. Publishers are there to print and get money for printing that book. Basically, that's the thing. Your job as an author is to make sure your name gets out there. Are you using social media, are you actually utilizing it or just posting random things on your social media? Mm -hmm. Do you have a following of five people or do you have a following of 200,000 people? It makes a difference with your book. And one of the things I do like to share with people, I interviewed, like I said, I have the 99 author project and I'm currently at author number 52. And I have a standard set of questions that I ask each author. And one of my favorite questions to ask them is of the top, what are the top five things you would recommend a new author do a debut author? Like this is their first, first book, they're publishing it and it's being published in 2022. What, what do you recommend? Without fail, almost every single one of them has said, I wish somebody had told me about marketing the book before I finished writing it. And I was like, exactly. Start building your e-list or your uh, email list now, because it is more powerful than anything you can do on social media. Now, I know that uh, we talk a lot about social media, but that's what we call promotion. It's not marketing. Marketing is your email list. And so one of the wonderful things that I loved about chatting with you, my dear, was the fact that you and I were kind of chatting it up a little bit about how there's a difference between what the publisher does and what the author does. And then I don't want authors to be confused because they're authors, they're writers, they're not marketing professionals, right? And so for yeah. our authorpreneurs out there, we'd like to share with them, there's a difference between marketing and promotion and don't get the two confused. And that happens a lot. You'll see an author put a lot of time and energy into their social media and they only have 55 people on their email list. 
And that just breaks my heart. Build the email list, then worry about the social media. Don't get that backwards. Well, here's a here's a neat trick for authors. Run a podcast, have people as guests on your podcast. When they book with you, you get what? An email saying they're booking with you. You are now building your email list. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is something that they can do. There's, And one of the beautiful things about being an author is this. Nobody has the silver bullet. There is no one right way to be an author or to sell a lot of books. As much as people will try to market to you that there is, (laughs) nobody to this time has done it. Of the 52 authors that I have interviewed thus far for the 99 Author Project, I haven't found one author that did it the same way as another and was successful. All of them have been successful in different ways through a variety of experiences. And that's what the book is about, is all the different ways that people have been successful. And what you have to do, like you were saying at the very beginning, which was you have to know what you want. So what is your goal? What is the goal for the book? And what is it that you're wanting to achieve in the next six months? And that will dictate where you spend your energy and you want to make sure that you're doing something that's in alignment, not only with your book's message, but with your personality. Exactly. Are you going to craft fairs, books, fairs, you know, anything that has a work fair at the end? Does it align with your personality? You might hate doing that. Why is in public? I get it. You, that might not be your lane. Do something that's online. Do a virtual tour. Do a virtual craft show. They're just as fun. I agree with you. And so that's one of the things that I've learned uh, through this project that I've been working on is that there just isn't a silver bullet. There isn't any one way. And I know I've already said that, but I can't emphasize it enough, especially as I've been so fortunate to interview so many different authors from all walks of life, nonfiction, fiction, poetry, biographies, crime, you know, novels, <laughs> detective novels. I mean, the whole gamut. And even my horror authors, they all have different ways that they go about selling their books. And guess what? It's right for them. Exactly. I can't tell you how my best-selling authors do what they do. Because, A, I don't have that information. They have tried to teach me their way, and it doesn't work for me as an author. It works for me as a publisher because it sells their books wonderfully. (laughs) But as an author, their way doesn't work for me. At the same time, there might be something else that's not working for someone that works for me. It just depends. Mm -hmm. And so don't lose hope. Keep, str- keep doing it, keep doing what you're doing. And I always share with debut authors, once you've published your book, we celebrate, enjoy it, spend six months you know, doing the launches. If you want to be an Amazon bestseller, go ahead and do that. I never had that desire. But then when I started publishing uh, my books, it was in 2005 and KDP wasn't even a twinkle in Amazon's eye yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so- I never had that need. However, if that's a goal of yours, then you're going to have a very different path than somebody like myself who was just writing books for their students and ended up selling 7,000 copies without really even trying just because word spread about this book about money. And so that was one of the kind of fun things 
about that particular phase of my life. So it just depends. This teaches money, how to make money (laughs) and is not selling. No, you can't have that. You put money in and how to get money in a SEO, it usually gets picked up. Yes. Yeah. So it was one of those fun things that I just started off because I was just trying to help my students because I noticed their grades were falling mm-hmm. and toward the end of the semester. And it was because they didn't know how to handle money. They didn't know how to handle the money that was coming to them. So by the end of the semester, they started running out of grocery money and they started living on ramen and cup of noodles and all that stuff and not high quality food. So they weren't able to focus. And I was noting the nutrition was a problem in our college. And so I really started focusing my time and energy on the freshman class and teaching them, okay, you're away from mom and dad, and this is how you need to make things happen. Please realize this was back in 2005, and we still had flip phones as cell phones. <laughs> so, but the lessons are still needed today. It's the are, same. Yes. It, it doesn't change. A no, freshman in college is freshman in college. Then it doesn't matter if it was 20 years ago or today. You still have to learn how to not live on ramen, but actually have healthy food. Why? Because your brain needs it. You need to know how to budget your money. You need to know how to invest properly. Buying a video game may be cool, but it doesn't help you at the end of the semester. So those are some of the fun things that got me started into Mm -hmm. the authorship and writing. But that, that is something that I really encourage authors to do is Play to your skill set and the things that you personally think are your weakness are actually your selling points. So when I was running around uh, Southern Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, to all of these independent radio stations, because that's what I was doing back in 2005, I'd go to radio stations, local radio stations, I'd get on their talk shows And then I'd run down to the local bookstore of that town and hand them 20 of my books (laughs) and people would start walking through the door (laughs) because they had heard me on the radio and I would sign books. That's not something that would work now, but it did for me at that time. And one of the fun things with all of that uh, kind of discussion was just sharing with people that, look, I am not an authority on money. I don't have a degree in it. I'm actually an analytical biochemist. I'm a homeschooling mom. I'm a college professor. I had no authority. And to me, that was a huge weakness, I thought, was the fact that I just knew how to handle money well and had managed to keep my family financially independent. It was a slow process, but it happened. And so what was, to me, a huge weakness, because I had no credentials, was actually primary selling point to a lot of people. They went, well, that's why I want to read your book because you're not an expert, Janine. That's why I'm interested in this book. So I say that to other authors. Yeah. don't want to read Warren Buffett's How I Made Money. We know (laughs) Warren Buffett has money. So he, you know, he's there. It's the mom or the single parent or the people that you don't think of that have money that know how to manage it and can teach you not to get into tens of thousand dollars worth of debt and live on the ramen. Exactly. And so that was actually the inspiration for the 90 minute workshops was the number of authors that had gone into debt, trying to launch their books and sell books and make money off their books. 
And nobody had really told them the profit margin on books is so small, it's very difficult unless you have a huge number of books or you're selling them by the millions. You have to get into high volume sales at that point. Most of us don't have that kind of education or desire to do what is necessary to get to that level. So the 90-minute workshops were a way for me to take the intellectual property that people had between their ears and show them this is how you teach it, and this is how you get people to sign up and pay you $37 for a 90-minute workshop that solves a very specific problem, or $197 if it's super specific and highly niched down. So it just depends on people's comfort level, again. Well, that is all great information. So before we do anything else, where are your classes and when is the summit? So the summit is going to be September 14th through 16th of 2023. And you can start to find information on that on my website called authorpodcasting.com. And you can just click on the button that says summit and it will give you a little form that you can fill out and all that form does, it doesn't put you in a list, except it puts you in this list. It says, Janine, let me know when you start, you know, getting the email list together, because I haven't quite yet. You're, I'm interested. It just lets me know you're interested. And then uh, as far as where are my classes and that sort of thing, uh, you can go to the eightgates.com. That's my umbrella company. And that's the one that will guide you to those workshops. Wonderful. It was so wonderful having you on the show today. Thank you, you for inviting me. You are a wealth of knowledge that authors need. And I hope every author that I personally know listens to this podcast because I'm going to send it to every author that I know. <laughs> but thank you so much. I appreciate you. And as a gift to you, and by the way, folks, ML didn't know about this. I'm, I'm doing this honor. Um, I have an eight minute video that walks you through the 90 minute workshop that I did for the very first time and how I was able to make $1,200 off that very small workshop. I only had 50, 55 people on one email list. And I only had something like 63 on another. If you would like a copy of that, we'll make sure that um, either oh. get it in the show notes or something like that for you, but I will give it to ML and that way you guys can watch that on YouTube. If you have an interest, this is not me trying to sell you. This is me trying to get you into this program so that you can start making money on what you know. Thank you. That would be wonderful. I would love to put that in the show notes. So, so it's in the comment section, click the comment section and get all the useful information because we are here to help you succeed. Again, thank you for being on the show. Ah, my pleasure. And for all of our listeners, our readers, and our authors, happy networking.
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.